0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Lamentations 3, verses 22 through 33. This is a remarkable text, especially when you understand the context to which it was written. We talked about that yesterday, just how serious it was that Jerusalem... The temple, God's people were taken out by Babylon the way that they were. Made them question the reliability of God, who he was. How could God use this pagan people to punish us and make us go through this for our sin? And it really calls into question what they've built their entire existence on. And so these people are grieving. Obviously, many people have been killed. Many people have been hauled away into captivity. They've experienced the personal grief and pain and loss that way. But they're also experiencing a lot of uncertainty about who they are and who God is. And so that these verses are included in that context is really a remarkable thing. Now, let me tell you, I mentioned yesterday that I haven't experienced a ton of grief or loss or pain relative to what I've seen other people go through. And that kind of scares me to say that because my assumption is that someday it's coming for me and I'm really not looking forward to that. But whether you've gone through this yourself, difficult, loss, pain, grief, or whether you've seen others go through it, uh, I've got a couple images in my mind from a few families that experienced really unprecedented loss in in terms of what we typically go through. And I remember being at a few funerals. These are Christian families that trust the Lord, but were going through just horrible circumstances in their lives. And to watch them stand in those funerals and sing praises to the Lord, tears streaming down their face, their hearts crushed and broken, and really grief that still exists with them years and years later, but to still be able to put a stake in the ground and say that God is good, and we trust him even when this life is as difficult as it can be. And that's a little bit like what's going on here, that even though everything's falling apart around the writer, is able to declare the faithfulness of God, and that should inspire us to do the same when we are found in situations that are difficult or unwanted, even if they're not huge, tragic losses, but just daily annoyances. God is faithful and true, and he's totally worthy of our worship. He doesn't owe us an easy life, and these are all things that come through in this text. So verse 22, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone in silence When it is laid upon him, let him put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes, and let him be filled with insults. For the Lord will not cast off forever, but though he cause grief, he will have compassion. According to the abundance of his steadfast love, for he does not willingly afflict or grieve the children of men just a theological question there, you might say, wait a minute, it sounds like he willingly afflicts and grieves the children of men because he willingly allowed Babylon to take on Israel. He willingly allowed the events of my life that were tragic to come into my life. And that's true. What this is saying that God's first instinct isn't to punish. Uh, His first instinct is to show compassion, but it's only when his patience with sinners Doesn't lead to repentance, he finally has to punish. And we've seen that over and over. God warned and warned and warned and warned and warned Israel. And they just blew him off and blew him off. And finally, it's like, okay, this needs to happen. But the final word is not judgment, the final word will be compassion. There is yet hope. This is true even on our worst day. It's certainly true on Israel's worst day, it's true on our worst day. And even if it's not our worst day, this is true on even a bad day. It's a great hymn. I'm going to found a file of a hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, which is sung by a choir, some big church choir, and... Uh, I'm going to link that in the show notes that you can listen to this. And I want you to listen. I'm going to read the lyrics of the first part of it. But I want you to maybe watch this or listen to this. And don't think about this as this just being sung in a beautiful church on a nice, sunny Sunday afternoon, morning, or whatever it is. I want you to think about this song being sung by you on your worst day, on your worst day. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. That came right out of this Lamentation 3. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Lord, unto me, Lord... What a declaration of your faithfulness. And it's easy to sing this song on a good day. It's easy to sing this song when it's sunny out and 70 degrees and beautiful morning and we've got a great week planned ahead of us and standing with our friends and fellow believers in church. But Lord, would you root the truth of who you are so deep in our hearts that even on our worst day... We can sing this song and not just sing it going through the motions, but sing it from our hearts, acknowledging your goodness, acknowledging your faithfulness, trusting that your compassions won't fail, trusting that you will give us what we need to get through this day and the next and the rest of our lives until we can be by faith in Christ the righteousness that he provides for us through his death and resurrection, the punishment that he paid on our behalf, that we can be with you forever and those who are also recipients of your grace through faith in Christ. We pray it in Jesus' name, amen.